The Spin-Off Podcast Network. At Zed, we're all about moving with the times. And now it's time to be part of the climate change solution and move on from fossil fuels. As a company providing fuel to people all over the country, we also know we have a real opportunity to lead that change. We're committed to keeping Aotearoa moving by providing the right energy for everyone. We believe that innovation in fuel and how it's used can make a huge difference to our planet. Find out more at z.co.nz. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and of course past performance does not guarantee future returns. Chuck that in there. Perfect for when you are under pressure and need to perform. Right on time. Jane! Jane! Don't think about anything. I'm not thinking about anything. No, I wasn't thinking filthy. Uh, No, I was thinking about about the the funny. I was straight to filth. Welcome to The Real Pod. This is your reality TV recap and real life in New Zealand podcast. Stop laughing like every singing, time. You're just singing, singing telegram. It's so amazing. It's just I don't know how, I, how it starts. I don't know how it will end. It just, it's just <laughs> how I talk. My name is Jane Yee. I'm available for singing telegrams and I'm joined by Alex Casey and Duncan Grieve. We're all of the spin off and we're all here to, to have some banter. Have some chat. A little bit of banter. Oh, that we're not good with accents, <laughs> are we? A little bit of banter. I, I don't know what you're talking good. about. That's pretty good. We're smashing the arepa. Oh, my God. As seen on The Apprentice several weeks ago, the black current shot to the brain crazy drink. On the on the back nootropics. What? What does that mean? I don't oh, know. We had some yesterday in a 4 p.m. meeting, which is a notoriously low productivity meeting. I came out, I was pinging. Kate, look, yeah. we're not sponsored at the moment. We'd like to be. Perhaps Arepa can get on board. Remember when we used to be sponsored by, we were trying to get Lindau to sponsor us and they wouldn't, then Colt Wine came on. How good was it when Lindau finally came through with that like disgusting refrigerated handbag <laughs> in one of each of their horrible range? <laughs> that handbag was so good. That was the worst thing I've You know saying. they had a zip to nowhere on the front. <laughs> Do we still have it? No. Nah. Aw. I know. What? But you're both like the world's worst hoarder and the biggest purger of things. I didn't throw it out. No, but you know, you understand that that, that has to happen periodically. I think Carrie Ann threw it out. Turn the bottle, not the lid. <laughs> this is the, our new thing. Is right. You turn, you hold on if you're struggling to open a drink, hold on to the lid super tight and turn the bottle. You've got a bigger grip situation going on there. And that is our new thing. <laughs> It's a lifestyle. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, or at least you can find the cornies. We're not really in the corner very much these days because we are useless. Uh, Facebook.com <laughs> forward slash groups forward slash Real Pod Corner. We're also on Instagram under the Spinoff Podcast Network. Shall we do some real news? Please. Oh, sorry. That's how to put out there. Please. In the real news this week, a corny used to live in my house. That this. is crazy. This is not the first time that someone has got in touch on social media and told me they used to live in my house. Different house, but nonetheless. But a second corny. I, can't, I, don't, I don't know if the first one was a corny, but it was a social media follower. Anyway, it's a little bit creepy, but a little bit cool. Mm. I think it's mainly how cool. did this? How did this? Well, you know, you know how I posted Melly the Mallard visiting me. Who last could forget? Week? Well, that's when he recognised your old front porch. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Did she have any, like, did she hide any treats in, like under a floorboard? Or it, how, like well, how would she know that it was going to the Queen of Corn? I herself? think that's just what true. we have to do. The corn, true. if you will. The corn. <laughs> I think it's what you just have to do from now on whenever you leave a house is hide. Just in case. Just in case another corny moves in, is hide some sort of a secret note. <laughs> uh, or, or perhaps just a little dehydrated yeah. kernel somewhere. <laughs> um, my dog Pickle, in other news, uh, <laughs> s- 
sniffed Clinton Randall's dog. Where? At at the school playground no, yesterday. Where? Oh, you know, genitals. Mm. Yeah. And and face as well. Sure do. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, and I, I missed the opportunity to be like I do a podcast and we talked about you. What did you do instead? I just went, Oh, big <laughs> I think he knows. I don't know. I think he knows who you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. He didn't say anything. Yeah, but you didn't say anything to him. Perhaps it's the ultimate standoff. Perhaps he's on his radio show at the moment going, Jane Yee's dogs sniffed my dog and I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible yeah. content. I'm sure it's not on his, his highly I've rated radio heard show. Radio. It's very punchy and powerful. <laughs> and no filler. I hate it. I never do knock-knock jokes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so we just uh, need one more celebrity dog thing. You know, I've got Teeks and Susan Boyle. Uh, that's a dog, Susan Boyle, <laughs> and Texas dog. No genital stuff. That was pure sort of water, literally water cooler dog interaction. Yeah, okay, so what we need... What are you going to provide? Duncan needs to get a dog and then yes. find someone for that dog. No, but you to, don't... Have you got a dog? Well, I have custody of her at the moment. Is that how you encountered Tex's Tex's dog? Tex's dog, yeah. Oh, I'd like to borrow a dog. Yeah, can I yeah. ask how many times you've been back to the dog park since that encounter with Teeks? No. None? None at all. Surprising. I'm yeah, shocked. I should go back, but I'm so worried cold. that I... Yeah. I put it in Jamboree, and I was like, did I ruin it for takes? <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't care. Did you spoil sure a special <laughs> meet-cute moment by publicising it to the world? Yeah, you know, sometimes you've got to manage those relationships carefully, and I just chose yeah, to blow it. Yeah, just not blow it instance. up in Jamboree. <laughs> Speaking of which, you are honestly the modern-day J.J. Feeney. I've just finished J.J. Feeney's Life on the Edge biography, which I've been reading for like the last six months. Yeah, <laughs> congratulations. Thank you. It's a book. <laughs> The second to last chapter is all about Dancing with the Stars. And she was she was writing like a behind the scenes column in like the Woman's Day or something at the time. She outed a couple, you know, a dancing couple who were both partnered up outside of the show as kissing in the hallway. Wow. She sprung them. And she she wrote about it in the column and she just kept going like it was like, Oh, you know, I got on really well with everyone, but that was about to change. And then I thought it would all sort it out, but then I did this other thing that fucked everything up. And she just, like, got herself into a situation where everyone was really cross with her. She didn't say their names, but you could kind of figure it out just by a process of elimination. That is really a big signature of Dancing with the Stars is that process of elimination. (laughs) Thanks, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. Honestly, a great read. J.J. Feeney's book. Um, Life on the Edge Life on the Edge I can't Great recommend it name. enough Such a good name uh, Okay The spin-off now Owns heaps of Nando's plates Yeah And this is all thanks to Or Acorny Roger in particular Wait Roger Dodger uh, Who's Roger Dodger? He is actually Our day one He is the original Spin-off fan I remember He had a Twitter profile photo That was an ice cream Like a stock image Of an ice cream And he was Roger Dodger And he was like Our day one follower that could be him. I don't know if it's him or not. But anyway, Roger found a whole load of Nando's plates and cups and so on in a Habitat for Humanity East Tamaki store. Lucy, our office manager, hoofed it out there and picked them all up. Now we uh, we use them to eat food off. so authentic. It's so, and they're such a good size. Mm. Like, honestly, if they go, if the chicken thing doesn't work out, just start producing tableware. Why are plates round? In general. Well, Nando's ones aren't. Yeah, but maybe mm. it's a mistake. I think I think a, a, an oval an oval dish is a great idea because you protrude less into the centre of the table if you're doing like well, family style. Well, also you can keep things apart if they don't mix well together, like your dessert, for example. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute pioneers, in my opinion. Thanks, Roger, for the heads up. And uh, also, I just wanted to do a shout out to Lucy, our office manager's mum, who listens to the podcast, even though we talk about poos and bums and all sorts of oh, really? terrible, horrible what? things. <sighs> mum. I know. I Sorry, Lucy's mum. Sorry, Lucy's mum, but thank you for the Thanks support. for listening. In regional news, we need some help. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get a regional news thing? Paul Williams, I know you're not listening. <laughs> just, just need a slight recut. The people of New Plymouth need help finding um, a runaway ram called Dougie. He's been missing for two weeks. Is this the same Ramalama Ding Dong? I don't know if it's Ramalama Ding Dong. <laughs> um, I mean, surely. 
because that ram that ram was on the on the move. It's a very short story. Pet ram's been on the loose after escaping New Plymouth Pound has not been found more Pound. than a fortnight later. Uh, he, he was taken to the pound after reports he was butting people uh, in a walkway. That's just ram doing ram stuff. It is. It's just ram being a ram. It's literally in its name. So anyway, if you see the ram, get in touch with someone. Not us, not us. Please. I mean, you can, but probably second. <laughs> um, I have an animal question. Have you been to the zoo recently, either of you? Mm, I mean, what do you classes recently? In the last year, I have. Have you seen the new monkey stuff? Like the uh, orangutan yes. craziness? Yes. So I went to the zoo last week and not a monkey in sight. I don't know, I don't know where they all were. But I have a question because the orangutan thing, like they have a big, they're big ropes that go from enclosure to enclosure, mm-hmm. which just hang yep. over where the people walk, like mm. your walkway to the cafe and stuff. My question is... If they poo? Poo, wee, but surely they occasionally slip. <laughs> I think they... Do they not occasionally go, what, oh, the, so, so they could... They just are chilling escape. past to go from enclosure to enclosure. Yeah, they yeah. have big ropes that well, are over the people. To... They could just drop. Right, they how, would... well, how far is the drop? Enough it's high. Enough to kill you if you're an orangutan, I'd imagine. Or at, so le- at least immobilise you. Like, they're not jumping down and running away. And a human away. can't jump up and grab no. you. No. But it's tans. like, you know, there's signs that are like, please do not stop under a monkey kind of thing. It's just crazy. Do not stop under a wow. monkey. Do not stop under a monkey. Absolutely a normal But time. have you experienced it? No. I the overhead? S- no. When I went I'm there, with they had built all that, but they were not, not in a boot. So... Um, <laughs> there was no danger of me getting underneath a monkey. Okay, I need to. I want to. I want to get, I I mean, get I, under I, a monkey. I, I, I guess I'd say they've done their research and they're fairly certain the monkey's not going to fall. It does add yeah. an extra frisson of excitement, though, doesn't it? An extra what? French what? <laughs> yeah, frisson. What frisson. does that mean? Like a, a fr- frisson, like a little bit. Like a little, <laughs> like a little cut. Um, per. Um, per. Isn't that what a? I'm thinking of a, f- a fisher. <laughs> Oh, this probably in that realm. <laughs> hey, I just also wanted to do a shout-out, like an old-school 90s radio show, to the team at Daylight Creative, who are a... What, is this a sister company? Yeah. To the spin-off? They're a content studio. They're a content studio. They're extremely cool. They're in the same building, but they're upstairs, and they uh, what we call the heavens because it's beautiful up there, and they're beautiful people, and they all dress immaculately, and they're amazing and studious, and they work very hard, and they're not at all silly like us. But apparently some of them are cornies, and I've been listening to the podcast for years, and yeah. I am mortified. Yeah. It's shocking. Yeah. It's, it's it's horrible. You just hope that because they come through here and collect their jugs of water and because they stay perfectly hydrated all the time and you just hope they don't know what it is we do. And mm. to know that they in fact do is, is, is a horrible feeling. Not only that they do, but that some of them have been uh, listening for a while and have probably heard all our cancelled stuff from bygone. <laughs> oh, don't talk about it? the cancelled stuff. None of it was fine. <laughs> anyway, shout out to, to, to Lauren and Ezra and Abby. Shout out. Um, <laughs> Love Island is back. Love Island UK. And I just want to give it a mention because our um, our friends at Shit You Should Care About and The Shit Show are doing a, a podcast called Culture Vulture where they're recapping Love Island. It's six nights a week. It's hectic wow. volume. Are they doing it daily or weekly? They're doing the podcast weekly, but they're watching the show daily. That is, that's a lot. And we're um, very busy with our one episode of The Apprentice, so we just can't get on board. <laughs> hey, speaking of uh, shit you should care about, two things. Next week, Lucy is my, my guest on The Fold, so listen out for that. It's a real good episode, I reckon. Also next week uh, is the launch of hey. Extremely Online, which is a like show. I feel like it's this week. I think it's this week on um, shit you should care about Instagram and next week on the spin-off. Yes, that's one. It's a show about the weird and freaky internet and it's going to go out weekly on the spin-off social channels and you should care about social channels. Just follow them both. Collaboration between the two organisations. It it rocks real hard. It's big entertainment news out of TVNZ. Give us a clue. Returns to TVNZ1 for a revised and revived version of the popular charades game show. Most importantly, hosted by resident queen of clues, Paula Bennett. Whoa! And then two teams helmed by Hilary Barry for the women and Tom Sainsbury for the men. I love this. I hate it. I'm <laughs> sorry. I hate it. <laughs> Paula Bennett hosting a TV show. I love it. I like it because it's so high risk, low reward. Mm. <laughs> like the, the chances of it being good feel, well, it just feels like a long shot. 
Yeah. Feels like stunt casting, which I'm generally massively in favour of. There will of. be also more celebrities to be announced who are on each of the teams. I haven't seen this show before. It sounds like a throwback to like Kiwi. Like 70s is it an old school? I don't know. It feels very old. It feels I've, like pre my time, and I've, my time has <laughs> been long. <laughs> I feel like I can remember a theme tune. I'm not going to sing it. Go on. No, absolutely not. Let's is go it? to the Okay, commu- let's refuse to talk until she sings it. I don't know. Okay, let's go <laughs> into the community notice board. It's the community notice board. Uh, this turned up on the Glen Eden community notice board on Facebook, and I am freaking the fuck out. Anyone know who can help us get rid of a possum? We suspect is living inside our couch. Oh. <gasps> we have too many poodles, so it can get a bit tricky. Thanks in advance. How are they so chill? <laughs> Where? What? Living is there a picture? There's couch. no picture. They say they suspect it's living in the couch. They don't know for certain. I feel like that's something you'd know. Mm. Secondly, how can you be so chill? How can you just be like, oh, it's a bit of a problem. Anyone know how to help? Counterpoint: Our possums just cute, and we just um, hate them because of the what they do to our beloved trees and so on. It's tense. Definitely. But I went to um, the Fitty Fun Farm in Fittyanga, which is a funny farm, which might also be cancelled because it felt quite loose with sort of health and safety regulations. But they have pet possums there who are, they like have an enclosure for who are there like, cute, this is Raisin. He loves this. Oh, Raisin And then you're like, oh. But can you hold Raisin? I do. Is it like um, Conrad? Who's Conrad? The koala. Uh, um, I think people have and they have baby possums and stuff and people hold them, but... Are they rodents? Marsupials. Uh, uh, they seem pouchy, don't they? Yeah, I think they're marsupials. Science um, corner. <laughs> I feel like they've got long claws. Like you've got to be careful if you're holding mm. a... Do they? Or is that my thing something else? And, and <laughs> when I lived in Los Angeles, <laughs> we were sitting watching the telly one day. I had these big, big sort of ranch loader windows and these little beady eyes were looking through. And I was like, oh my God, how cute. A raccoon. Not a raccoon. It was Skunk? An opossum. An opossum. And they are disgusting. Um, they've got like a, they've got like a big rat-like tail. <laughs> Yuck! So is the O all about the the tail? I don't know. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> that's a big tail. <laughs> right? Did you see a skunk oh. by the way? No, sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, he's something like my nine-year-old. He says that to me all the time. He calls me a dumbass and says sad all the time. Oh. <laughs> Wow, I love that. Did he learn all that in LA? He learned all that from the children he's hanging out with at school. That much I can tell you for free. It's definitely nothing to do with my great parenting. Okay, let's get into reality check. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> I am disgusted at how much you have copied my husband. <laughs> reality check. This is going to feel like ancient news to everyone who's watching the block, but it was family bathroom week <laughs> last week because <laughs> we were recapping up till such a uh, looking at me confused. We're reca- recapping up to Sunday night. Hmm. Yeah. Why would that be ancient oh, news? Because by the time they're listening to this, we're well and truly into bloody master bedroom and ensuite. Yeah, but people understand the okay. format of the... Have we, we've talked about the COVID jump, right? We talked yeah. about it last week. Yeah. I get all confused. I know. We talked about it... We talked about it, but we didn't really... I mean, I didn't watch it, but you did. I, I watched it. The main thing is just it's just crazy seeing Tim's haircut. <laughs> On that, do you remember Ling and Zing? Yes. Yeah, of course I remember Ling and Zing. Okay. Tim is basically Zing, like visually. Visual Zing. I'm a bring, Visual Zing. I'm going to bring him up. I just... Hmm, I feel like they were more handsome when they both had long hair. <laughs> okay, anyway... Uh, Family bathroom week. Connie came in for Jana. Oh, love Connie's intro. She's just such a beast. She is so serious and it's so tense all the time. I love it. Okay, is there any chance that Jana decided not to come back because Rachel's a bit tricky to work with? Is there any chance that she didn't? Probably not, eh? (laughs) Like, it's definitely what happened. Man, she was like, thank you, COVID. Yeah. Mm. Maybe (laughs) spread it around. (laughs) 
It's got a bit breakfast radio, eh? <laughs> <laughs> right, Dom Harvey. Um, there was a, all I remember from, apart from the room reveals, was that there was a toilet roll challenge where they had to, to mummify themselves. And there's always something toilety. Always something it's like toilety. the bloody real pod. Mm. What's going on? <laughs> and, Terrible challenge, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think the thing to do is just move as far away from your partner as you can before you start turning. Because then you've got an immediate length advantage, like you're oh. pulling off X, X amount, and stick your arms out like a give yourself yep. some girth. <laughs> Just play go if for it. But then you have to travel. Is there? T- oh man, this is more physics. Know. But no, no, we shouldn't move. talk any more about this stupid game. I think we should do it. <laughs> oh my god, I'd we should be doing more things. We should be yeah. Okay, yeah, well, it's really good audio. <laughs> Do it. No, we can do it for like social media. Have a little, let's just do a little challenge in here. I mean, there's no reason why we we couldn't, right? It is wasteful. And put it. Yeah, on. that's no, true. Oh, we can oh, have, we have a bin full of fresh. Or well, then one of us will just stand in the toilet and be the, be the toilet roll, <laughs> the toilet roll for as long as it takes. Everyone in the office is sick at the moment, so you could just be like a roll of of toilet paper for tissue purposes and sort of wander from desk to desk. Anyone need a need a square? <laughs> Uh, okay, House 4, Tim and Artie um, did a lovely bathroom. I don't remember it at all. Many, ti- many thin white yeah, tiles. Yeah, tiles. Kit Kat tiles. Mm. Um, I have a question, re that. My only experience of bathrooms is always hideously damp, hideously mouldy, hideously tense, so that might not be the same for this. But I'm like, that much grout, is that going to be a problem if, look, cleaning? Well, no, but don't they have that kind of cool, like, waterproof, like, Grout-free kind of stuff behind it. Remember the oh, the weddy, the weddy. I'm so obsessed with weddy. I feel like I could get into tiling now. It worked. It worked. It worked. And I feel like it's working on me all the time at the moment. The product placement. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I want that beard. I had subway. I had subway on the week. (laughs) Oh my god. I subway on the week. I haven't had subway since. Everywhere. (laughs) On. I just want to have a, a conversation with you guys about showering and tiles, please. If the bathroom's well ventilated, then you should be fine, okay? But also, I have taken to, and I hate myself for doing this, I have taken to squeegeeing every fucking square inch of my shower when I finish showering. I'm talking not just the glass, but also the tiles and the floor and the little weird edgy bits. And then I get a towel that I have hanging there just for this purpose and wipe down any wow. little bits that are left. You're a real shower witch. I am a, sh- <laughs> I'm a shower witch. The problem is now that I've decided to start doing it, I can't. Even if I'm running late, I'm like, can't leave a drop of water. That's so cool, but why? Because I don't want water stains, but also because I've got yuck tiles in my bathroom and they go white with the hard water staining and I can't get it out. I hate to harp on it, but isn't that literally what shower witch is for? Like, you don't have to be the shower witch. You can get one of Rod Jenden's fine family of (laughs) consumer liquids. I'm not very good at being a grown up uh, (laughs) and, and solving my own problems. But thank you. I'll but you know, I think it, you're your own witch. It's fine. Yeah. No, I am yeah. witch. It's probably good for me to do the exercise, quite honestly. It's probably the most <laughs> exercise I do all day is like bending up and down in the shower, wiping down the fucking screens. <laughs> <laughs> Are you not chilly, chilly? When this is happening? Uh, I stay, I've got a, <laughs> I stay <laughs> in the shower while I'm doing it. The moment I open the door, then I freeze. Right. Oh, uh, so the heat. So this is like a, a Wim Hof situation. A as what well. now? The, Stop you know the ice bath guy. I don't understand. Vim, sorry. Should it be Vim? Vim half. The hot and the cold. You're supposed to do the hot shower, cold shower, hot shower, cold shower. Oh god, no! I'm fucking never doing that. Oh. Anyway, forget do about it. Do you do it. that? I've done it like once or twice. <laughs> it's not pleasant. Apparently, it makes you live longer. Who wants that though? Anyway, Anne chose some tiles for everyone. Only two teams used them. Tim and Artie were one of the teams, and they quite liked the, the narrow pink tile, but they went vertical when they should have gone horizontal because they've got quite a little bathroom. Something blah blah about feeling. I don't think they did use it. Is this Keegan and Thing? Oh God, that was Keegan. Did yeah. the, Keegan and Dills. Oh yeah. God, no, they I'm got doing that circle again. one, and they they didn't use it. And there were actually some places they could have like that plank, the bath plank. No, no, that was that, that was, was, that oh, was no. <laughs> the boys had a blue tile and they were trying to make a stall that right. they abandoned. Yeah, yeah good idea um, though. And then they honest. just decided to not use it. It wasn't a good tile. I didn't love the tiles that um Louise. What about the big marble? That was the big love yeah, that, that was love a big that was, was a showstopper. Anyway, twenty two points for Tim and Artie. House one, Connie and Rach. Um well they got in a fight. 
didn't they? Because Connie was a nice person and helped some people out who needed it. Right, just pissed off. But it was so good how like the producer was asking. Connie, like, oh, what's up? And she's like, oh, well, Rachel's just been raped just as Rachel's walking down oh, the stairs. So good. <laughs> it was amazing. And when she, like, left for it's a bit and they mo- popped her in the car with Megan Dan, so you could hear it, see it all on the GoPro. So Genius. good. Also, love that um, it's taken honestly like about three days for them to get to the state. I'm very yeah. excited for the drama because mm. it's been a little bit of a friendly season, but I think uh, Rachel's going to give us the goods. I- and it weirdly feels kind of more okay when it's inter-team. Like, is that the word? When it's like team member and team member. Intra-team. Sorry, yeah. Like intranet. Intranet. Intra-team. I, you know, I'm trying to get us an intranet for this one. Oh, yeah. What does yeah. that Isn't mean? Isn't that like a 90s thing? Yeah, I'm like, I think it's time. Does that mean we can have land parties? We can always have a land, land party. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, it's off topic. Um, it feels less icky than when they're you yeah. know, pitting teams against each yeah. other. Because it's like they got themselves into that mess. You know? I feel like this dynamic... Uh, backs up my theory that Rachel just found like an acquaintance who was a tradie. Yeah. Mm. Uh, that, that they don't have like the, the like a really firm friendship going into this that can survive anything. Just, it doesn't feel like this friendship is going to survive at all. It doesn't feel like friendship. She's real good though. Like mm. seven to 12 children, tradie, incredibly strong, army. Just like if you were designing someone in a lab to just. Be, be like a beast. perfect person. Perfect person. That's her. And nice lady. Not just army, but engineer in the army. Did you see the, did you watch the episode, the plank? I know we're sort of getting ahead of ourselves because we're into the next week, but the walk the plank, which I love now. I used to hate it and now I love it. The walk the plank challenge that they do every year over the water. No. She, okay, number one, abdominal muscles wow. for days. Yeah. Like insane. Uh, and secondly, she, she did engineering in the army, so she like engineered. A great bloody bridge thing. She just walk across the whole thing. She's keep going. Yep. Iconic lady. Anyway, um, they didn't get on, but they did get on with the job and produced a bloody, lovely, glamorous, holy, old Hollywood feeling bathroom. Uh, they didn't have a shower screen up. Well, so I just unfinished. think it's crazy that they can be unfinished and win. This has happened before. I remember Alex and Corbin won um, with some unfinished stuff, caused quite the kerfuffle amongst the other contestants. Should. Uh, anyway, they won. Uh, Connie doesn't seem that happy about life. Um, they also got won the award for best use of the tile, and so got another two k for that. Mm. But they also had the best tile to they use. Had the best tile, yeah, what, and they put the, it everywhere. The lads just walked up first pick and just chose some random tile that they had no use for. Come on, <laughs> yeah, they chose blue because they were team blue. <laughs> oh god, so cute. <laughs> No. 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 Okay. House three, Dylan and Keegan um, broke some tiles. Yeah. Also, just a bad concept for a bathroom. I'm worried about those. I'm two. worried about their house. I feel like they're going to get to the end. There's going to be a weird <laughs> void or something that they didn't <laughs> yeah. think about because they're shifting all the walls a lot. Oh, I know. I'm sure Keegan really, knows what he's doing. Really but. moving things around. Is Dylan the one with the long hair? Who no, that's Keegan. That's Keegan. Kind of love Keegan. Oh my god, we, we love Keegan. Love Keegan so much. Alex is on a crusade to get him to be the next bachelor. I really think he should. He's quite rugged. He's and raw. Actually, but, I'm looking but, at Tina right now. And he's a tradie. Ooh la la! Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> Can we show her more? Get, get a visual review. Um, um, he, he yeah. is. He's like. He's at a total sweetheart. He's funny. He's very down to earth. Uh, he sure. lives in one of the few places in New Zealand where a house is not like one million dollars. Yeah, and I know you love a, a rugged beach. You love a rugged beach, right? I, mean, I west, love. Oh my gosh! Yeah, west boat? coast, west <gasps> coast. <gasps> yes, but southwest. Oh my god! Imagine if this is it. Imagine if this is us. Oh my gosh! Finding Wait, Tina's future husband. This is really. He could good. handle me doing finger guns to him at the supermarket. Is He's this a legend. A cute? With the long. Hair? <laughs> he just doesn't know about it. <laughs> With the long hair. Yeah. Oh, She's keen. <laughs> Oh we goodness. need to turn this into something. Can we turn this into something? I think we could get. I think we. Is it? Is it hectic too? Yeah. Oh my he doesn't seem. He doesn't vibe attached on the show. No. We won't find out until bring but, your family in to do a washing line challenge week, <laughs> uh, and then we'll find out if he's got a girlfriend or not. Remember, we have the capacity to bring these people on into this very studio. What? What? You know, we just don't bother. And if there's lazy. rose petals on the ground, <laughs> and there's candles, and we're not here. And Tina's kind of there, 
and a ball gown, <laughs> that oh could just be fine. <laughs> Seems fine. I'm just. This is Tina, and we just all need to use the toilet for 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all be wrapped in toilet paper, obviously. <laughs> Our traditional out- outfits. Uh, anyway, yeah. okay, so these guys use the pink tiles. <laughs> they, went, <laughs> they went vertically, should have gone horizontally to give their bathroom the feeling of more space. They should have painted everything the dark colour because then it closed it in. That was they, a bad bath. They got a 16. It was a bad bath and beyond. Okay, <laughs> Megan Dan, house two. She was going for the win. She really thought that they were going to nail this. They went way over budget. They also didn't use Anne Louise's tile. Anne Louise's tile. And uh, the, the door handles didn't match the bathroom fittings, which oh, no. Meg thought was not a big deal. I mean, No, it was definitely it a was, big deal. Especially because they were right off. next to each other. No, I didn't like it at all. I know you were trying to be funny. No, I, I was angry at the time. I can't I believe that. at the TV. I can't believe Meg played that down so much. I thought she was like a detailed lady, design lady. You can't have brass and... What was the other one? Bronze right next to brass each other. Brass and bronze? The no, bronze has got to match the brass, as they say. <laughs> um, what did you think of her Pantera t-shirt? I thought it was cool. I, I think everything about these guys is pretty cool, to be honest. I, I wish they were my the parents. Top knot. <laughs> top knot is Imagine good. if they were your parents. Well, I mean, that would be absolutely off because Dan's only like four years <laughs> older than me and Meg's probably it'll younger be, than It would be a miracle science. It would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, their kids are so cool. of new tropics to make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a bloody lovely family bathroom, I thought. Not enough well factor for the judges. They, the, Meg was hoping for a 10. Yeah, I love that Meg is very confident in her outputs. Mm. Chris gave them a six. Like, that's like a very middling score. Chris barely seems to talk. Yeah. What's Why is he even there? there? I, I love what's it. What's his background? Design. I remember seeing his office and when they introed him and I was like, ooh. Yeah, the designery type. Mm. I don't think he's an architect. I think it has something to do with interiors. Uh, it looked um, like Simon Chesterman's office or something like that. Okay, that means it's one literally th- nothing. Yeah, you all know. most people listening. <laughs> you all know. <laughs> um, was there the one where Anne-Louise walked in and she's like, Thought about everything. They got the toilet paper ready. Yeah, got the toilet paper ready. Got slippers <laughs> Once on the floor. again. Slippers on the floor, slippers robe on, on the, the door. Floor. They also, I did notice several squeegees yeah, included the, in the, the room. The same squeegee in each bathroom came out. Are, what are you doing? I'm moving it away. Your, was, the, the arepa was right next to your elbow. As soon as she said squeegee, you were all over the place. <laughs> it's an automatic response when he's squeegee. Yes, my oh, I just don't squeegee. want the bark extract to, to... I don't want to lose a drop. I thought you were stealing my drink. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, anything else to add about Bathroom Week? Okay. What's what's next? Well, family uh, uh, ensuite and master bedroom. Ooh, nice. big week. Yeah. <laughs> It's the biggest. I'm, and also, Meg and Dan have done what three rooms, and they have spent half the budget. Half the budget. They are, they're they're already freaking out about the bank mark. Okay. Anyway, we're gonna go to a break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about The Apprentice, Altero, best TV show on our screens ever. So good. Kia ora, Justin Giovanetti here, and I'm the political editor at The Spinoff. This podcast, like so much of the work we do at The Spinoff, is made possible by the support of our members. To find out more about The Spinoff members and how you can help us keep producing quality, independent journalism, visit members.thespinoff.co.nz and do it today. Kia ora, I'm Sophie. And I'm Simon. And I'm Alice, and together we host the spin-off's food podcast, Dietary Requirements. Join us each month as we explore a vast culinary landscape. From the gourmet... Ooh la la. ...to your more hearty taka. Kiwi onion dip, anyone? Everything's on the table in Dietary Requirements. Subscribe wherever you listen to all your other favourite podcasts. Welcome back. We're all stretched out and we're all ready to go. Not only that, but we just came up with a fucking amazing idea. Don't I'm not mention going to, it because it's it a, probably is it a billion idea or a trillion dollar idea? <laughs> it's a, it's worth so much money. Okay, it probably won't happen. But if it does happen, you heard it about you. You heard if about you it. Heard about it yeah. If we do it, yeah, we can probably afford to do all of our businesses. Your, your retirement village for the young young folks. Oh yes, great. Mm. Your nineties gym. Nineties gym. gym. <laughs> Problem is, if I come into some money, I'm probably not investing it in a business. I'm just going on a lovely holiday and buying myself a nice house and a car because I'm selfish like that. 
Let's go into The Apprentice. It's week nine. We're down to our top five, and it's a lifestyle. It's, it's a lifestyle, Vanessa baby. is suddenly saying all the time, like a new catchphrase. It is such a good catchphrase. <laughs> I'll tell you what else is such a good, and that's a, such a good pastel tracksuit that Kennedy was wearing. Amazing. Tie-dye, kind of like a rainbow paddle pop looking yeah. colour scheme. And they Loved are it. waking each other up in inappropriate ways these days, jumping on each other, whacking bottoms. <laughs> I did all, worry. They're, they're when all he, sort of half clad. Yeah, when, yeah when, when he whipped back. the donor off good old Stephen, could have been anything. I mean, there. I think at this stage of the game, you know there's a risk of having duvet whippage, <laughs> <laughs> whip-offage. So you probably don't sleep nude. True. But they've got to go to Motat. Yep, 7.30 a.m. Motat uh, to the, the the airplane bit. What are they doing again? This, oh, the day trip for senior citizens. Fuck, this was this amazing. such a hectic challenge. I loved it. Incredible. <laughs> amazing episode. Can I just say, this is the first time I've watched it with non-real pod people, non, non-spin-off people, and we were rolling around with laughter. There has not been a reality show that has made me do that. Maybe ever. Um, so when they were on their way to Motat, Stephen and Una, because their team... Tahi. Tahi. They're just down to the two of them. Team Rua, if someone made the gag. Mm. Down to two of them. And so they were in the car after he tried to get her out of the team the previous day. And they're just trying to clear the air. And Stephen says to Una, don't think I'm against you or think you're great. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he never quite does it right. <laughs> never gets it quite right. Um, she's ready to move on. Her body language says something else, though. Uh, we have a question about Cassie and the hat. Is it the same hat? A different hat every week? I this is a different hat. This was a tan hat. hat. Do you think she's... How many hats? I mean, Cassie, hello, you are definitely listening. How many hats you got? Show, yeah. us, show, us your, show us your collection. Show us your collection. Send us a pack. And tell you what, she's in the state well, and I reckon she's going to buy some hats whilst there. In Nashville. You know what's hard, though? Transporting a hat. Oh, my God, I never thought about that. Yeah. It still seems vulnerable. You know what? A real fancy hat, you can actually, like a Panama hat, you can twist into like a tube, and then you take it out, and it's just like pop. Like a pop, one of those pop-up tents. Yeah, like, like that. Like a the, pop-up like, Panama. Yeah, but that's, that, that's like a fancy, proper, handmade one. Wow. Mm. We should have... Um, Pop up Panamas, <laughs> like real pod <laughs> merch. <laughs> I reckon. So be, like, but they'd be very, really expensive. Very, very expensive. Just make one. Just, just on the DL, there is a little real pod merch in progress at the moment. I'm not going to tell you any more until we're a bit close to the time because I don't want you to get you too worked up with your finger over the buy button. Um, so we'll tell you more. We got, It's our own kind of apprentice style challenge in a way. Mm. It is. Mike Perrow announces to all that he's flown planes all over the country and now these people are going to get in buses and take old people all over the city. <laughs> I've done something really cool and now you're going to do something considerably less cool. I don't want to brag, but I think I would fucking own this task. At wow. least I think I would have done a better job than everyone in the bus itself. What would you have done differently? I just old people love me. Right. I do a few cheeky like gags mm-hmm. and they just really get into it. Michael, I'm, I'm very like Michael vibes. Jeez, that's a good job. I, no, I, I, buy, I buy you as, as a, um, an old people whisperer. I am an old people whisperer. Like, if you want me to be your girlfriend and you've got a grandma you need to impress, give me a call. What's your banter? What's some of your lines? Oh, I just say... I just Pretend Alex is really old. Pretend I... <laughs> oh. oh, God. <laughs> You're not going to die on me, are you? No. Oh, great. <laughs> I can't just pull it out. It's, got, it's, a, it's a rapport thing. And also, <laughs> I tell you what the trick is with old people is they're so used to everyone being so polite around them that you just get a bit cheeky. Right, like you just say, <coughs> toilet stuff. Oh, no, not 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 toilet stuff. You just say things that you just you just cheeky. I can't give away all my secrets. Mm. Um, I liked how Vanessa went in for the the sixty nine dollar price point. Speaking of a bit cheeky, no, that was Mike, was Mike. I think <laughs> the old people spokes lady suggested sixty dollars a ticket, and Mike was like sixty nine. No, Good. old people spokes lady. <laughs> <laughs> Where did these old people come from? They came from a retirement village. Did they know what was going on? Absolutely not. Sometimes it seemed like risky behaviour. Okay. <laughs> the falling I, over. The <laughs> I have in capital letters underlined, is this socially irresponsible? <laughs> Let's get some old people on a bus, drag them, them around and rush out of traffic. And then the aim of the game is to get them fucked up so that we can exploit them for money. Oh, it's 
such good TV. And they're real oldies, too. They're not just sort of medium. Yeah. No, and I tell well Bev, I loved Bev with the blue eyeshadow at the back of the bus. Bev was, Bev was wearing your knickers and ready to go for a bus. She was wearing your knickers <laughs> in a huge way. Uh, team Manners PM is Vanessa. I thought she was going to own this, but she actually didn't do so great. Um, Mike's papa made wine, so he uh, he decides that old people drink port and that they should go to Soldiers because Soldiers are the only people who do port, apparently. Uh, Vanessa's the excitement officer. Mike is the tipsy coordinator, and Kennedy is the on tour grandson. <laughs> the tipsy tour bus. I'm sure that's an illegal name. Yeah. Like, like literally, like you're encouraging. The, 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 there's quite tight rules mm. around the consumption of alcohol. Um, I mean, it certainly wasn't, I guess, uh, glorifying young people drinking, was it? No, <laughs> yeah, they're well over the drinking age. <laughs> it was age. definitely <laughs> kind of that vibe of like, there's only so much time left on the clock, may as well enjoy it, you know? <laughs> may as well crawl around the CBD for With hours. With no information. With no information. Just saying some stuff. <laughs> Oh, and it's when that, yeah, the, the old lady nearly fell over, and Vanessa reckoned that really threw her. I reckon she actually got thrown by the other old lady who said, Have you been on the wine already? Mm, the roast. Yeah, yeah she, she was got ready roasted. for that. Pickled. It was amazing. <laughs> um, Mike, Mike takes them all under the Harbour Bridge and fakies that they're going to do a bungee jump, which was hilarious. Did they were the ones who had all the ladies? There was one group that was just women. I think that's just the nature of um, age. Right. The yeah. men die off. <laughs> yeah, but the other group <laughs> were, was, was a mix and all the men looked really grumpy. Mm. Mm. Uh, and they kind of brought down the time for everyone, as per. Uh, anyway, downtown Takapuna is a term I've never heard, by the way, <laughs> until this week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're going to so go to the, ca- the car park where people launch their rich person boats from. I'm like, <laughs> take them to the viaduct at least where there's some actual but they don't, fancy, None fancy of them boats. are from here. They don't no, know where anything no. is. I know. When, he's so like, when they kind of were running out of time, he's like, should we all just miss Devonport? That's <laughs> fine. Hey. Oh, yeah. like, and it's like, no one gives a shit. Get a lovely view of things. But it was just such like abysmal weather. Yeah. I know. But you just... At least you can get a view, you know? Like go, driving past the Sky Tower in rush hour on a rainy day where CBD now always favours pedestrians, right? As it should. But like you, you are stuck at the lights forever. Mm. Don't go there, and definitely don't take a bus full of people who may die. That's the thing. They've but only, they like need to said, see the sky tower, Jane. <laughs> Never seen it. <laughs> These are people who live in Auckland. A lot of them probably spend a lot of time in their life in Auckland. Don't need a tour of Auckland. Just need to get to the winery and get on the piss. It's incredible. I love that um, when when they get there and Stephen's kind of extolling wine in a real very basic way, and JT's like. Stephen is maybe failing to realise that some of them have tried wine before. <laughs> <laughs> JT is, I mean, they were both incredible, but JT had some great lines. Yeah, he's really, really coming into his own. Remember Cassie told us that was going to happen. Yeah. He's going to come into his own. Completely deadpan. Um, team Tahi had the right approach. Um, they were the uh, short sightseeing and the smash out the wining and dining. They both wanted the lead role, Stephen and Una. Stephen's worked in hospitality and wine. Una's worked promoting wine. They were at complete loggerheads, so... And like every good business person does when they don't know how to make a decision with another business person, they did rock, paper, scissors. I don't hate rock, paper, scissors as a resolution if you've both got a claim on it and there's no independent party to pick. I agree. JT, on, and then JT said, <laughs> we'll do that in the boardroom <laughs> to figure out who gets fired. And I think that he should have followed through on that. Yeah. To be perfect. But can you it. imagine Mike trying to figure out like, <laughs> oh. how to do rock, paper, scissors? It would have taken like a hundred times. point. Yeah. <laughs> every time, forever. That would have been so great though, just as a little nod, if he just did... A little rock, you know, yeah. like you're fired and did like scissors, pulled scissors, <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> I thought it was interesting that they were like, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. That's not my, that's not my way. Shoot. Yeah, they do the shoot. That's how they ended it. Whereas I, I do paper, scissors, rock, you end on the rock. Yeah, yeah. I do rock, paper, scissors. No shoot. No What's shoot. shoot. I think shoot well, is just what you do when you, when you, when you like. Rock, paper, scissors, and then you pull your action on the shoot. Yeah. Okay, um, Stephen's quite whiny, actually quite whiny himself. He's <laughs> quite a whiny. He's a why not? He <laughs> definitely got quite sloshed. Yeah. I and loved it. It was so funny, though, when Emma was talking. He's just like, there's one point where he just, like, grabbed the wine out of her hand as she's describing it and just starts yapping. Just, like, starts talking about it, like, as if she was a table holding a bottle of wine. Mm. And he grabbed it off her and started talking about it. Um, and then there was one point where she started to wind things up because she's aware they have to get onto the selling portion. And she's like, oh, okay. And Steve just rolls in and says, give them a chance to settle on. 
<laughs> she's just like left stranded, like yeah. a fish out of water. Yeah. She, he was very, very bolshy. He gets um, overexcited. He does. I thought Team Mana had this. They had three people. So they had mm-hmm. so they had all the ladies in the palm of their hand. But there was one crucial difference, and I put this down to Erna. Erna's a sales beast. Mm. An order form. Give an oh. old person an order form. Oh, if you true. walk up and just go, do you want to buy some wine? Give them an order form. They feel they feel obliged to, to fill it in. True. It's so great. You, you know so much about the oldies, James. I'm, I'm telling you. The order form. I'm you telling are. you now. The whisperer. Um, what about the tawny port? That was a huge draw card for Michael. When he started almost like auctioneering again <laughs> <laughs> with the collectible decanter thing. And the leathery, yeah. leathery port. I think you missed an opportunity here because the person I was with when we were watching said, because he mentioned Mother's Day, and, and he was like, well, no one's buying this for their mother because clearly of a certain age, their mothers aren't around. And I was like, <laughs> what you do is you go, hey, you can get this for Mother's Day for yourself, Treat yourself. and then collect the money off your children for it. Then they don't have to worry about what to get you, and you end up with something you actually want. That should have been the pitch. Just saying. Mm. Oh, I just th- I thought it was telling that um, you're absolutely right. Everyone on Team Mana had a way bit of time, but just bad sales meant that uh, even though there were eight refunds for, for Tahi, and it was clearly basically you paid sixty dollars to be aggressively sold to, mm. but they just absolutely wiped, wiped the floor with uh, Team Mana. I was like, this is this is actual kind of, this kind of real business stuff yeah. happening here. They sold more than twice the number of bottles of wine than Team Mana. Do you think Mana just got them all too drunk? I definitely think Mana yes. got them too drunk. <laughs> and they were just having a party. Yeah. <laughs> I think a few of them were like, this is potentially my last hurrah. Like, this is it. I'm not going to invest in wine and take it back and never be able to enjoy it. Um, so, yeah, quite an amazing win, really, for Team Tahi in the end. They, they won a romantic picnic at the Parnell Gardens. Uh, both wore hats. Yeah, I noticed that. You can just see the influence of Cassie. Yeah. Not yeah. a good prize. A stunning picnic. With someone you've just done this challenge with. And who you don't, who really you don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> I will see any opportunity for Stephen to take his hair out. I'm yeah. on board though. I love a picnic, so I'd be into it. I'd, I'd love a picnic with Stephen or Erna, to be fair. Or just a hat. <laughs> <laughs> Those are James just want something. <laughs> <laughs> just want something. Okay, elimination time. Vanessa didn't do enough in the PM role. Mike absolutely owned the others. Kennedy didn't do anything at all, I don't think. Um, Their speeches were... Kennedy's speech versus Vanessa's speech was just... Vanessa's speech was got me. It was so good, yeah, about doing it for her kids and so on. And then Kennedy mm. was just like, I had to close down one of my crap businesses. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what is his I don't know. Trade. He's a creative director. And oh. he basically had to close an Instagram account. <laughs> like... <laughs> I just can't afford to keep it going. <laughs> Vanessa brings them both back into the room. Was she asked to only bring one in, or did she decide to bring them both in to just kind of like, let's make oh, it? No, I think they sent no. Mike. They did uh, flick out Mike, but I actually don't even think she should have taken Mike back in because he didn't, there's no... I don't know if she did. He, she, they definitely both all went back in, and then they ejected Mike straight away, saying you were, oh, you were great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway... They had to plead their cases, as we said. She cried about talking about her kids. Um, and uh, Piero is starting to be nice. We're definitely getting down to the last, like, few eliminations. They're all so quite good now. So mm. he's starting to do that. You're actually really great. You know, it's a mm. bummer that I have to do this, but you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> hey, after you're fired. <laughs> Can I talk about my favourite minor character on the show? Yes. Yes. It is the chap. In the foyer. Oh, yeah, oh, the mail receptionist. The mail receptionist pretending to type out a furious email. What is he typing? What is he typing? Is it plugged That's in? A story. Everything about him, I'm so fascinated yes. by. Because it's all clearly <laughs> super stage, but he is just like intensely typing on the pretend computer. And I love it all. Do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the, um, the PA area outside of Chris Warner's. Office, yeah, very <laughs> much. Yeah. Like the glass desk, yeah. yeah. Like no need for drawers or anything else because Nothing. none of this is real. Yeah, just a seat and a laptop and perhaps some sort of ornament. And, and the announcement, Mr. Perro will see, see you now. now. <laughs> <laughs> is that a bigger role? Is it that or dinner is served <laughs> at the maths table? You you need to have a cool accent. It's at least a That's speaking true. part. That's dinner. true. Yourself. <laughs> wow. Do you get paid less because you've only delivering the exact same line every week? But you also have to do some stuff. I, the the dinner itself, man. 
<laughs> actually does some dinner serving, I think. I want to know. Where, how the, how's this person cast? Is this just someone that someone knows? They're like, there's this thing. And you, once a week, you're just going to have to sit at a thing, pretend to type an email. Mm. Was there an audition process for this role? I want to know everything about is it, Or is it like a second AD kind of camera guy who's set up and then chucks on a suit? Are you allowed to do that in the blue book? Are you allowed to you allowed to use your second AD as a as a cast member? Is that allowed? I feel like in New Zealand, you're just trying Anything to get goes. by. I mean, on the Bachelor, they used the first AD as the actual Bachelor, didn't they? All right, that's us. We'll be back next week. Thank you so much for listening uh, again. Thank you to the spin-off members for for making all our lovely podcasts possible. Duncan would like to shout out to Areba. Not sponsored, not sponsored, just a genuine endorsement. Uh, yeah, I would love to be a um, spokesmodel for Arepa. I've just finished my bottle, which, no, the rest of How are you going, T? Great. How are you going, T? Show me your bot. See, you've barely touched yours. <laughs> Jane is sort of about 40% progress. Alex, maybe 30%. I'm right at the bottom. I could do, honestly, a lot more podcasting. <laughs> Insanity. Like, Duncan is always on the verge of sleep. Amazing. <laughs> um, You're still here. Your, still... Light, your lips are purple. <laughs> <laughs> and your eyes are wide AF. Very kind of Lord. <laughs> Pure heroine era. <laughs> Dark purple lip. <laughs> so if you need just some natural <laughs> ling in your zing, then, uh, <laughs> then get some no, of this just lovely... Some zing in your ling, surely. Uh, whatever it is. I have to go now. No, oh. my, my brain cells are having a rave. And Do you so want to keep podcasting with me? I Bye, everyone. <laughs> She's leaving the rave. I have to go. I'm late for a meeting. That's the podcast. Have... Whoa. Bye. Thanks, Alex. This is the first, by the way. Alex leaving. What should we talk about? Should we talk about Alex? Yeah. No. I don't think we can't we can't do this. We gotta go. Time's up. Thanks, Tina. Thanks. Thanks, Duncan. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Jay. Thanks. Bye. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Kia ora e te iwi, te Aihe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.